0: It has been six months, seven months, according to Jason, um, since the last uh, Stack Exchange podcast. And our guest today, my co-host, co-host Jay, you know him as Jadles. He's supposed to say like hello or something like that. Greetings. Scoot, scoot forward, you're supposed to just literally be touching practically the uh, the windscreen. Good, greetings. And uh, David Fullerton. Hi. Vice President of Engineering at, at Stack Exchange Corporation Incorporated LLC.
1: Yeah, I hate that title. Can we talk about it? But, okay, Fine. We can make the whole podcast
0: about David's title. You can be Chief Code Factotum.
1: You don't even know how to spell it. Let's pick a different title. let see. What's, um, what's Jay's title? Jay is
0: the Vice President of Community Growth. I don't
2: have any factotums.
0: A factotum is a general servant servant, or a person having many diverse activities or responsibilities. I thought that was Alex. It is. That's why you're the Code Factotum. Oh, okay. Also, um, Producer Alex, say hi, Producer Alex. Hi, this is Producer Alex. Producing this show. You're supposed to sound, we've been through this, you're supposed to sound like you're at least two feet away from the microphone. Try, try it now, try it now, try it, go, roll back two feet.
1: It's attached to his oh, head. head. I
0: rolled back two feet, how do I sound now? <laughs> our cyborg producer refuses to move away from his microphone. Uh, Jay, what is vice president of community growth?
2: I keep hoping you'll tell me that, Joel, it's been unsuccessful so far. Um, I, uh, I, I think, I, I, think I, am, I am primarily responsible for making our cookies more delicious. Um, is, that not, did, is this not a baking roll? This has been unclear to me from the beginning. I think I think more seriously, I uh, what, we, what we've really done is we've stepped back from sort of looking at how to grow the site separately and how to, uh, I think, support and uh, help our communities as two separate functions. And what we're trying to do better is is think about how what we
0: really need to do wait, is- Wait, wait, wait. So that, that sounded like a bunch of corporate doublespeak. Did it? Jay came from a corporation. Really? He still hasn't gotten ah. used to Stack Exchange. So we used to have this chaos team. That's true. And we had the community team. And the community team and the chaos team were- at war and so we merged them and the chaos team was the outreach that's what you were talking about the yes. ev- evangelical yes. uh, role of knocking on people's doors and trying to convert them to the stack exchange religion and the uh, community team was there basically to keep the moderators in line
2: Sure, I, I guess that's one way to characterize. I don't really look at them as the moderator police so much. I, I think they, I think we, the community management team supports the moderators, supports the sites. Of course, that's right. Um, if you're, you know, that then we. Sometimes pull them out of their homes and drag them into dungeons <laughs> where they can be, you know. So lot like like of re-educated. Door-to-door. I was trying not to say re-educated. I deliberately stopped myself, but there it is. But yes, the community team is obviously is, and I think should be focused on ensuring our sites are healthy and and growing. Uh, uh, well, I think the growth team is more it, it had been focused on getting people in. Right. How yeah. how, how, how do we help these communities uh, get bigger um, in ways that won't undermine
0: what they're trying to do? It's seeing as though those are really the same. Overall activity of trying to make the site more awesome with more people. Well, you merge them into something which is now called community growth. With it the is. slash, there, horizontal bar, type uh, character. J- just just words with Dash. a space between them. Space. Yeah. Space. Yeah. What's new in community growth? What's new what isn't new in community growth, Joel It's been well, it has been a really long time. we just realized that we have not done a podcast for seven months
2: no we've done we've done <coughs> Jason like reported this. That we've done we've done millions literally literally billions It's not how literally it works we've done we've done it, so many things i think the the thing I would highlight probably from the community perspective at least that I'm perhaps most excited about what we've done sort of recently is the review queue, which uh has not oh yeah has not gotten a lot we haven't really we've been. Uh, I'd say announced announced publicly this. testing it, right? We haven't announced it, but it's right. been live.
0: Uh, the last time I checked it out, it was still like sort of in beta. And if you put your mouse in the right part of the screen, you could review like 300 things in like one minute. It was all click, 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 click. Yes. Click, and just get Did you fix that? Joel
1: was the first person to break the review system <laughs> deliberately. He was like the third person to go in there and he deliberately broke it on the live site. Yes. So if you go to uh, stackoverflow.com, on the top uh, nav bar it says review. If you have enough reputation to see any of the review queues. Where, where are the tools? So we used to have these old review lists where you could go and you could see lists of questions and they kind of expanded in place and we had different things you could do. You could look at, um, you could look at new posts by new users. You could look at um, new posts on old questions. You could look at posts with close votes. So all these things kind of existed, but the UI wasn't that great. It wasn't really clear what exactly but, you were expected to do on yeah. that page. Um, and so they just weren't used that much.
0: They were very confusing.
1: Yeah. So this was an attempt to basically uh, redo the, the UI, make it much clearer, and kind of distill it down to, here's exactly uh, your options. We give you you know f- five or six buttons and say, pick one of these things to do for this. So for example, you might be looking at um, a, a question that we've Marked as low quality, just algorithmically detected yeah. that it was low quality. It
0: starts with a lowercase letter usually. That's a, yeah. A or it's normal got a rule. smiley
1: face. Um, <laughs> so we detect that it's low quality. We throw it into this queue. You pull it up, and the things you can choose, uh, I think you, you, I don't have it in front of me. Or looks, it uh, looks good, meaning that I don't need to do anything. Uh, you can edit it. You can vote to close it, or you can recommend that it be deleted. Nice. So the idea is, it's super, it's super easy to just look at one post, make a decision, and move on to the next one. Um, and it's fast. It's all AJAX and, and so on.
2: And I, th- I think um, I think the one we've been fo- really focused on a lot uh, on our side is the is the first posts because we think that's a it's one of those great opportunities to probably have a little bit of uh, both the carrot and the stick, right? So those first posts are a great time to be giving better feedback. So as you review those, the things you can do, you can. Uh, you can vote in either direction. First post. Sorry, we, we
0: should clarify sorry, because somebody might not know. The first post means this is a new user that has never posted on the site before, and they're posting for the first time. Right, it is the first post from makes a given first. user. Yeah,
2: um, and what the queue lets you do is essentially, uh, as this queue gets cleared out, you're ensuring that every user has gotten some feedback. And so the hope is that um, when people are posting things that um, the reviewer can deem are useful, it's a great opportunity to get them you know, get them an upvote, make sure it's getting in front of somebody and someone's indicating that. Um, but it's also a great opportunity and to put it in the context that it's a new user, they're kind of trying, they're new to the site, they're learning the protocol is kind of in your head from the beginning. You don't lose that because you started in this context um, where if someone's not doing kind of the right thing, um, what it allows you to do. Obviously, you can downvote. You can vote to close. But it's a great opportunity to give more constructive feedback, right, to put a comment essentially saying this isn't probably quite specific enough. You, you may be in danger of well, having it's usually, this Usually Actually, I
0: think probably most first users are doing good things, aren't they? most new posts are actually yes. people who yeah, do yes. And so you want to vote them up and maybe add a friendly comment, welcoming them to Stack Exchange. Absolutely. You could bake them cookies and send them to their house if you had their address, which yeah, you don't.
2: And I think that's what we what we want to generally have is every new user get some sort of encouragement. And so even if it's, you know, you didn't quite do the yeah. right thing here, here's how you could improve it, right, and make it the right thing and it'll work. But, but most of the time, to your point, what we want to see is these people who did good things to start with. Getting, getting positive folks, feedback right away getting good comments yeah. and it it reinforces hey it helps a little bit then when later they go and post something wrong and you know it, it's not it's not as probably get feedback they already believe it's a site where people are trying to help each other and um and I think that they've got an instant sort of reinforcement um of why it works and why they should want to be here and I think what's cool too about the review post in particular is even even in this sort of test test phase we've seen a, a series of um, great evolutions over time where we've either gotten feedback or seen things and the dev team has very quickly kind of added and tweaked um, Like one of the more recent ones we found was people were <clears throat> people were I actually noticed this and we someone else posted on Meta is they'd be going through the review post and they'd find one where Someone posted something new. It wasn't a great help to the original asker, right? So someone put a comment and said this isn't quite what I was asking, but thanks anyway, whatever and you get there and review And you couldn't do much because the actions you you needed to upvote or downvote, neither of which were appropriate, they tried, so you don't want to give a downvote, but it's not that helpful. So you don't want to give an upvote either. Um, Someone's already given a comment to explain why, so commenting didn't work. And so you had to sort of click not sure, which wasn't quite right. You kind of are sure that this one's okay. There's not much else to do. They got the right feedback to show them that the help was appreciated, but it didn't quite work. And so you had to kind of punt it back into the queue. And we, that feedback was taken, and there was a lot of discussion. And ultimately, what what already has been added is that the team added a feature where what you can one of the new functions is you can upvote an existing comment. So that, which essentially covers almost every case where you are sure there's now an action to take. And when you're not sure, because you just don't know if it's a good answer, mm-hmm. you should click not sure, and it goes back in the queue until someone until is until somebody who does know. Right, but now we think in any case where someone could have enough information to understand what's going on, there's an action you can take that is helpful and reinforcing of the feedback so that somebody, you can basically say, this has been handled. This person got the feedback they should have and move on. There were a couple yep. other tweaks, but I don't recall. Yeah,
1: another interesting, you know, well, maybe not that interesting, but a feature that people really wanted that we just added was the uh, the ability to filter the queue. So we were already doing some magic where uh, we tried to give you tags that you were interested in, but people wanted the ability yeah, to, even like... Even in the
0: review like, queue, we were giving you tags. Yeah, and all the
1: review queue stuff, we were giving you tags that Oh yeah, there's interested. a tiny little word that it says filter. But now you can filter it and specify exactly. Oh, only show me things with these tags, or there's some oh, other so options. so I could search for all the too localized shit and just. Yep. So in like it. the closed vote queue, uh, you can yeah, you can say I only want to look at stuff that are duplicates, and you'll just get a queue of things that are duplicates. And then the other thing we added was uh, was badge badges and badge progress. This is fun. This is so easy. How Got to display last four numbers in an int. There's an interesting problem now that we're starting to, you know, we've been thinking about it all along and, and we're still working on it, which is uh, uh, it's it's so easy now that, and we've got these badges and badge progress that some people apparently are just going through and just kind of clicking whatever they can uh, to get the, the badge. Uh, and people are getting annoyed because, uh, like on a first post, somebody goes in there and they want to, they think it needs to be edited and they're in the middle of writing a nice comment. And meanwhile, somebody else sped through and just upvoted it and went to the next one so that they got their point towards their badge. Wait, who does that hurt? Uh, well, it's it's like it's like the incent, incentives aren't quite aligned, right? You have an incentive to just go through. the You have an incentive to just go interview. fast. Uh, or worse, there's things like in the close vote queue, you only have so many close votes in a day, but you have plenty of do not close votes. So people uh-huh. will, you know, kind of just when they run out of start to run out of close votes, they'll just skip through and find things to vote do not close on. What does do not close do? It's the... Does it subtract one from the close votes? Or? No, if you get enough do not close votes, uh, we age away the, the close votes and it goes out of the queue.
0: If you get enough... It's the same case.
1: thing as closing. If you get five close votes, it's closed. If you get five do not close votes, it's not closed, and we erase the close votes, and it it's, starts over. It's a lot okay, like the it, closed door button on an elevator, I think. <laughs> it's,
2: it's a <laughs> thing you can press that makes you feel bad. <laughs> no, better. it does do something. At first,
1: it didn't do anything. There, there was literally a point at which it did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but now it does. If you get five do not close votes, then we remove it. We should probably uh, remove so all the close votes. calls so a vote. do not
0: close vote, and five of them will actually remove any any accumulated close votes. Yes. And will it reopen then if it got closed somehow in the interim? I don't know. No.
1: I, I mean, if it if it got closed it in the interim, the it then. gets removed from the queue. So the next thing we, we've talked about adding is another queue, which is the reopen queue, which is all the stuff that's got a reopen vote. Um
0: you know this could go on forever because then you could have a reclose queue.
1: No, it'll it'll that go that back into the same queue. queue. Well, this is our you know this is the nature of our close <laughs> and reopen system where it goes five yeah. and five and five and five and back and forth. And yeah, I think that it hits on something now, which is we,
2: I think importantly and correctly, we, we have a very good system to close bad questions. Um, we don't have a great way right now. There, there's not an easy way to get that sort of uh, reversed in the cases where. Um, Initially, there was some confusion in the closed votes. We actually had a good example recently where something was shut down on a super user um, because they were asking about some Twitter thing. And so it was shut down quite seemingly kind of logically. Five people voted to close. No mods. All kind of high rep users because it appeared to be about web apps. Um, And so they shut it all down. And he was actually asking about a specific client a client that, you know, reads reads Twitter that he was using. Um, and we can't find any other reason it was shut down, basically. And the, we actually looked at it because they were talking about it somewhere else. And we, we went and checked it out and looked like it was. He'd actually said, you know, why is this closed? And, uh, in this case, didn't get feedback. Often you do. Um, and I think part of the trick is we, there's not a great way – right now uh, to get someone to look at something that was closed in those relatively rare cases I think where stuff's closed um, over some confusion, et cetera.
0: We should um we were gonna look at the wording that we use around closed questions, weren't we? Try to try to we're soften it. soften it.
2: We're going through all the close wording right now to basically come up with places we think potentially we could do better. And then once we find those, we're going to kind of open that up for feedback from the community to yeah. see.
1: But, but uh, I think the problem Joel's is referring specifically to the word "close," right? We've talked at some points about just totally changing the word "close" since it doesn't quite convey what we want it to. We could say "send to a farm." <laughs> sent to a, sent to the, a farm upstate, farm
2: upstate. Where, where, where the question can run free and not
1: be in such a small it's in syracuse but i do think there's a real problem which is that i, I don't think it, it's not a real problem in the sense that a lot of questions get closed and then get fixed but we don't reopen them i think realistically things just get closed and people go away and never come back the, the that, problem is more okay. around messaging well, is that when your thing gets closed we don't really have any like we,
0: think of the names. Think of the names. Don't tell about, you what
1: you did wrong and well, how you can fix yeah. it. Yeah.
0: So let's start with the names of the closed reasons. Too localized is wrong. That that word is incorrect. The, the, the word localized means something else. Too than narrow. We, too. Yeah. So possibly um, too narrow. But even that sort of surprises people. Uh, just w- w- uh, not constructive. Is like oh you're doing a bad thing because you're the, you know that that's not constructive behavior.
2: No, but I think a lot of people hear that and they go you know what
0: I'm not constructive. I, <laughs> I should do, do better. better. I would like to be more constructive <laughs> no, today. I, I think that that's, that's like a kindergarten teacher's word. Not like constructive. You're not being constructive now is actually not constructive feedback. This no is, one hears it and yeah. takes it and improves. Right, right. This is like when I try to tell Taco my Siberian Husky. We see another dog coming towards us on the street, like a golden retriever, for example. And I say, now, Taco, remember, we must try our very hardest to do unto others as we would have them do unto us. And Taco does nothing. <laughs> and then he chases the dog. <laughs> Alex, if maybe you he t- wants to be chased. I don't
3: chased. believe you. I don't think you actually
0: do that. I, I do. I say, Taco, we must try very I would, carefully. I would actually believe it. I'd like
2: a timestamp on, on how long it took for
0: Taco to get into the podcast. Yeah, everybody take a drink. Big shot. <laughs> I don't even know if I had that dog back in the days when we were doing the podcast.
1: Well, he's going to be, I'm sure he's going to be a regular appearance now. He is, he is. Oh my God. I was telling this friend of mine that, um, that, that
0: for some reason it's become known that I like cherry pie. And now I can't go places without there being cherry
1: pie there. Uh, oh, your life is so hard, Joel. It is. I feel so bad for you. Was, Everywhere you go, you get cherry was pies. At the of our world new world office problems. in Denver. We have an
0: office in Denver, by the way. And the, a caterer who I'd never met or seen in my life before, except that she was a waitress working for the catering company, came up to me and said, would you like me to put aside some cherry pie for you?
1: Still having trouble feeling bad for
0: you. <laughs> Sorry. Well, anyway, so Arlo, my friend, bought me a cherry pie as a joke. That's funny. We can, we're can. we going to edit this out, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, no, please. I, I
1: please think... leave in the part where I make fun of Okay, <laughs> no, like,
2: We need a whole podcast Close... dedicated to cherry pie to do it justice. We're I talking think. about
0: uh, reasons, closed reasons. The next one is so
2: closed. So not
1: constructive. No, let's talk about not constructive. Okay. What's a better name for it? Oh, yeah. This is going to be really hard. Because it's I hard. I just want to criticize. Yeah. Just criticize. I mean... well, but
0: what do we mean by it? So, I mean, what are the things? Well, so we think... know what we mean by it. We have the, actually, the closed reasons... Uh, are good, I'm happy with the wording that we have of the explanations of the closed reasons, mostly. So, for example, um, let's see, not constructive. As it currently stands, which you could say about anything, this question is not a good fit for our Q&A format. That doesn't say much. That's just like saying, you're a bad fit. Keep reading. We expect answers to be supported by facts, references, or specific expertise. But this question will likely solicit debate, arguments, polling, or extended discussion. So that's true. So, you know, maybe... uh, 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 it's almost like we're trying to say more, to like not
2: definitively answerable. Yeah, definitively d- too strong,
0: but I- insufficiently objective.
2: <laughs> insufficiently objective. Yeah, that
1: that's or, much clearer. I more like that. What thinking
2: we could put instead of insufficiently objective?
1: You're dumb. <laughs> Is that that's I, what about just subjective?
0: Issue? Just subjective.
1: Well, but then we've got good subjective, bad subjective, right? That whole blog post. We don't hate subjective. We just I didn't understand that blog post. To tell you the truth, I should go back and read it again. It's that there are ways of answering subjective questions that That are awesome. Well, that that give you know kind of give reasons for why you think that instead of just saying I like cherry pie. So you say I think cherry pie is because it's the best. Superior because it's like
0: that perfect combination of tart and sweet. I'm sorry. Is that not the question? Uh, okay. Uh, wait, let me just let me go through the last one. Not a real question is extremely insulting. Actually, it's the, it is the it question Well, the it's not only, a question What do you mean? It's not a real question. The only message What's we have not
2: really worse than question? not a real question is when someone types something in a box and we write, "This appears to be a low quality post." <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> we nasty. We could be too. more specific yeah. about what troubles us yeah. there, but not a real it's question. smiley
1: faces. Right.
2: Is provocative. It's not just. Uh, a lousy description I think no one who get people who get that are almost angry
1: yeah
0: now off topic actually I think is something everybody really understands and that's okay Yeah. because you tell them stay on topic and yep. and they understand and um, exact duplicate I'm leaving out because exact duplicate we we sort of have a philosophy at it. I guess we must have decided not to do this because we had decided to do it and we didn't do it but we were talking about duplicate being an answer a way of answering not a way
1: of closing a question yeah we toyed with it we didn't we, we didn't really wanted to do that because the idea
0: was You've, you a pretty you big submit an answer which says, "Well, this is just a duplicate of that," and uh, uh, and then it gets upvoted or downvoted. So now you have signal quality on the duplicateness.
1: The thing, but does it get closed if that becomes the top vote of the answer? No. no, it just stays open you get, forever. You get
2: pile
0: up though, don't you?
1: Actually,
2: I think duplicate is one of the few close reasons that consistently works pretty well right
1: now. So that it's not enough to, of it, so yeah. this would incentivize people to do it. But now there wouldn't be any of it. It would just be a bunch of answers that set, you land on the question, and the answer says, "This is a duplicate. Go look here for your answer." Right. Arcade would be 600
0: questions asking that same Angry Birds board you couldn't get past.
1: Maybe if it gets
0: five upvotes on the duplicate, just like five upvotes on the close reason, it it actually does just resolve the whole question. Okay. As a so then it does get closed. But then you see the question, and then you don't see. No, the question wasn't closed. It is a duplicate. Instead of answers you see a section saying, you know, this question has answers over there.
1: Right. But then that's the same problem. You land on it and it's saying, oh, oh, you have a question. Oh, go over here to get your answer. And
2: now you have to train all the users who can vote about how to vote differently for a duplicate answer as opposed to that's different than teaching people how to close stuff. Oh, man,
1: this was
0: this was Shog's idea. I don't I don't want to sit here and defend it. His his idea was great. I think it was
1: Sam's idea. Maybe not.
0: No, it was Shog's idea. He gets credit. I made a note at the time.
2: And I mean, when we talk, so I think that the names of these 10 are- 10 million unicorn relevant. bucks. <laughs> One thing we talked about a bunch recently, again, about closing, uh, it's been explored before, is I think what we'd, we'd like to see more where it works. I think it's something you can't force easily, is we'd like to see, there's kind of different categories of closed. Some stuff's closed because it's spam, right? We don't care about that. Oh, well, that's yeah. deleted. Yeah, yeah that's it's deleted. deleted. Yeah. There's, there's, or it's totally off topic in an obvious way. Um, you know, people are just- Cl-
0: Interesting, just, b- that, that's the point, is that we close things because they have hope. Well, right. And that's what Otherwise I Otherwise, we would delete it. A sp- Spam has no hope. Close, well, we. well
1: that's a little bit unclear. Because the thing we've always There's said about for close person. We're is to that close someone. is on the road to delete.
0: Yeah, I it's know. It's going to get deleted it, eventually. But you still, that you must have hope. Otherwise, you would have just burned and it.
1: Uh, I guess so. I know so. that has a technical uh, We don't really allow deleting. But you can't, unless you're a moderator, you can't you delete to... until it's closed. That's true.
2: And I think, um, but I do think to, to your point, the 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 place where closed experiences are unpleasant, or way we don't like, where yeah. people are turned off, they're angry, they feel personally hurt in some way, um, are cases I think where we think there's hope, right? Because these aren't people who are just spamming or doing their stuff. Well,
0: okay, they're not bad. Their question might be hopeless.
2: But well, uh, they may be able to contribute to the site. Right. So there's, there's, two, there's two key things. One day in the future. So the question may or may not be savable. And even if the question's not savable, that user might well be used. You might be a great contributor to exactly. the site. Exactly. They just started on the wrong foot. Right. Because we didn't have an awesome about page that yes. we will soon um,
1: to help them understand. Oh, yeah. What's basics. going
0: on within my about page? Darn wait, it. Is wait, it exactly the way I designed it? It, it Sort
1: of basically. It's getting closer. Um, We're converging on your design.
0: <laughs> but the
2: we are sticking with close for one second. On uh, the closed thing, I think one of the, in a, if in a perfect world where I was more of a puppet master that controlled all of our users on the site. Yeah. Um I think what we'd like to we'd like to see most of these closures where there is hope of one of the two kinds come with feedback. So you'd like to see most closures say something like, you know, unfortunately this is in this exa- the exa- example I gave before. This this is off topic because Twitter is a web app and blah blah blah. And then he could have said, "No, it's not. Wait, that's not the right thing." Okay. Or this is subjective. If your question was more along the lines of, is there a specific way to do this exact thing, as opposed to, you know, what's the best approach to X, right? If people got feedback with closures, even if it's hopeless, explaining why it's hopeless, sort of, that was kind of nice, reassuring. Um, I think it would go better. Now, we know we can't force that because you'll get a lot of people typing gibberish. Right. But I think from a from a sort of etiquette and desired behavior perspective, that's something that we've been kicking around a little bit on the on the community manager side around how do we better
0: really encourage people to give feedback anytime they can when closing? How about unanswerable? Like you basically say this question is unanswerable. Now, you may think ah, that's not true, though, because it is answerable. It's just we don't want it to be That might be not constructive. It's just sort of unanswerable. What's an example of unanswerable? Um, anything not constructive where where you <laughs> That's not, an exa-
2: that's not how examples work.
0: <laughs> well, too localized is unanswerable as well. Okay, that's so another here, definition. No, it's answerable. All right. Yeah, it's a different uh, I'll thing. I'll give you my standard. Why is there a green Honda Civic on my street? Well.
1: No, right. that may be answerable. It's just not interesting. Not
0: really, because the chance that anybody can, can answer this in this group
1: of okay, people Okay, so that's is too localized. It's as unanswerable as well. for a particular reason. it's too localized, right. Not constructive is yeah. unanswerable because it's, there's no, there it is no right answer. Right. right. It's like, which is better, Java yeah. or C Sharp? How long is a string? well yeah okay that that's, that's not a real question probably most people wouldn't ask that question but
0: oh they're all over i'm going to yahoo answers it's full of questions
1: like that yahoo answers take a drink so unanswerable is is sort of interesting, but but again, people who it's it's the same thing. as not a real question. People say yes, it is. It's a question. It's got a question mark. Yeah. Yes, it's answerable. You yeah, just yeah. don't like just the don't answers answer I might it.
2: get. And it yeah. it yeah. invites what seems like legitimate debate because someone asks an unanswerable question and someone posts an answer. There's a, an answer actually there. To
1: definitionally
2: demonstrate <laughs> that it is because we don't say it's not answerable in a useful yeah. or yeah. good way. Um, but, I, but I
0: think, okay, so to all our listeners, we're obviously having problems with some of the wording on around the Meta. closed questions. So please post some suggestions on Meta and we'll go solicit some more feedback there. Because I think what we're looking for is somebody comes to the site, they see a question as closed as not constructive. They don't even understand what that's supposed to mean. And what the one thing we're not conveying to them is that Stack Overflow is not a place for debates or shopping questions or arguments or whatever. It's a place for getting factual answers to questions. And that's the one thing that we would like to be conveying right there. And instead, we're, we're saying, closed It's not constructive, dot, 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 And it sounds kind of harsh, and they just sort of get angry, and then they tweeted at me. Well, which the is explanation what there wasn't terrible.
1: I, people are going to be upset no matter what. I don't think there's a way to totally soften it. I do think there's, we can communicate it better, and I think we can provide it. A, a path to rehabilitation when you that'll go about, a long uh, way.
0: Yeah, Think about like Wikipedia, <laughs> for example.
1: Wikipedia, uh,
0: maybe Wikipedia just disappears things more better. Uh, on Wikipedia, when they stick their little citation needed into the text of the article everywhere, people laugh at that, but they still admire it, right? They're like, oh, that's kind of cool. Wikipedia is like...
1: I don't know who admires that. Citation it feels needed? Like a, it feels like a, what, it's like a little passive-aggressive thing. Yeah. It's like, prove it.
0: But then you're like, you know what? On Wikipedia, there's a there's a there's a norm that people try to prove things. That's cool. But yeah, I think you have to admire that. The more
3: the more interesting thing about Wikipedia. Oh, my God. Jason is talking. Yes. Jason was not introduced, but I'm Jason
0: is the audience. Um, (laughs) He's the one person listening to this podcast because I haven't told my dad it's 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 coming uh, after which we'll have two.
3: The more I think, the thing that applies more to us is not the not the citation needed in the middle of the article, but when they have a problem with an article, um, they throw it up right at the top, right, in a different color, oh. and it's very specific what their problem what their with problem that. with the article this is. This article
0: reads like an advertisement; it needs to be right. de-advertised.
1: Whatever whatever the problem is, right. and um, also. On that front, they, they do leave the article around, right? Like controversial for, articles. For they don't while. delete them. They lead them up. They're like, this is controversial. So they'll read it up. at your own risk. They'll delete it if it's not notable. No, first it'll be like a candidate for
0: deletion. And they'll say, this is a candidate for deletion. It is being discussed here. So one of the things here's the thing. I think what happens with Wikipedia is that all of the visible manifestations of their high editorial standards um, are actually impress the visitors to wikipedia whereas our visible manifestations for some reason just make us seem like an unfriendly community
1: well i do have a habit of taking fun interesting questions and plastering them with this is wrong we hate fun (laughs) yeah (laughs) enjoy enjoyment is a good indicator we don't like this question
0: I, I've been getting a lot of mileage telling people we hate it when a question has a lot of page views. That's a bad sign.
2: That's a, it's, a, it's a great message for people that aren't, that aren't posting questions. I think, the, I think the fundamental difference in the Wikipedia thing is there's, it, it's the individual user experience on some level. So I think at the end of the day, when you post a question on a site and it is closed and you don't get any kind of reinforcing message as to what you're supposed to do, the sense is people don't say... They have high standards here. They no. seem to really care about quality. Yeah. What they say is this is a place where new people aren't welcome, and these old jerky moderators won't let anyone participate. Right. And they always say moderators because they don't understand the high rep users versus moderators thing. Well, yeah, and they're you know all what? Moderators. they don't have to. They don't have to. The point to them is that new people aren't welcome. And no, so, no, it's
0: worse. It's that there's some cabal that's controlling right. the legal message that you're allowed to get through. And if you're, you know, if you're paying the
1: company, maybe you can get it. No, nobody's saying that. It's, it's, just, it's just that's their We're turning into the same thing as everyone else, right? It's the, it's the RTFM, get off my lawn kind of forum yep. place yeah. where it's like we've got, you know, it, that's what it feels like. I'm not saying that's actually true, but that's the impression people are starting, and people to, get
3: are that. starting to get. Yeah, but that's also not a difference between us and Wikipedia. Like if you go to the editor, you yeah. know the editor list on Wikipedia, or like what they're fighting about with edits. My edit got rolled back. Oh my god, what am I gonna do? My edit got rolled back by yeah. by these nine people who control all the edits on Wikipedia. Like right. it's, it, we're not, we're not that different in that respect. Cabals right. are necessary.
2: That could be the title of this podcast.
1: And cherry pie. Cherry pie.
0: Cabals and cherry pie.
2: <laughs> Deleted Done.
1: The, the the cherry pie episode. Nobody's no, it's come back too much. We're it. gonna weave it, it through
0: the
2: episode. You can't. <laughs>
1: It's becoming the joke of the episode. Cut, <laughs> cut. We could take all the parts about Cherry Pie and put them in the, like, after the, the out music.
2: Could Alex, can we make Warrant's Cherry Pie play at either the beginning or end credits of this? Is that possible?
0: Uh, I don't think Tape rolling? Ah. Uh. Okay, let's
2: talk about That's something just else. Just the end.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, yeah, I just like got warrants, so sad. Cherry Pie. Okay. Uh, about
1: reasons, review, Q. So I think this fits into a, a bigger picture that we're thinking a lot about that Jay and I have been talking about, which is sort of how do we uh how do we uh, teach teach new people how to use the site because there's a lot of knowledge there's a lot of information there's a lot of there's, there's we're sending people to learn how to use stack exchange fully you got to read years of blog posts listen to hours of podcasts yeah. and read all of meta
0: yeah including things which were deleted from meta because they're too localized because they no longer apply because the decision was already taken
1: right so um so that's the thing we're, we're thinking a lot about how do we make that stuff uh easier to find so there's kind of the, the how do we how do we all the all those kind of weird little rules that people know but aren't written down and everywhere. How do we make them written down somewhere? But it's also kind of the the just the starting from the bigger picture of how do we just introduce people to the site? So that's the new about page that we're working on. So we've got the old about page which has the uh, the the famous four circles Was of it three uh, cir- three circles four, four circles, four circles four of circles. wiki blog dig Reddit or dig <laughs> dig which became Reddit when <laughs> dig died. I, forget I what believe the fourth that circle that was is.
0: most of the text on the
1: on the current about page on the about. Is it was it still, a blog
0: post? It was a blog post that Jeff wrote when the site Announcing launched Announcing Stack Overflow. Yes. Yeah,
1: and so the the whole first paragraph, if you read it, is about how it's free and we don't have any spammy ad banners, you know, <laughs> right. asking you for nine ninety nine to sign up, and still we don't true. have any rot thirteen stuff. It's still uh, true, which is still true, but I don't totally think that's right our uh, <laughs> our primary battle anymore. Nope. Um, and that's not the first thing you want to know when you learn about the site. That's not right. the first question you're going to be having. So we're trying to work on a new about page, and uh, and it turns out it's really hard to distill this down because there's a lot of weird things to know. You know, you gotta you gotta kind of somehow we gotta tell you about reputation and voting and badges and privileges and meta and chat and you know all, all these lots of these different pieces that. Tags tags yeah that that are important for you to know no more flag (laughs) weight we got rid of flag weight
0: (laughs) but i i think
2: one of you might
1: see a discussion on meta about flag weight we should delete them all we should actually this
0: is is flag weight some sort of
2: course i can subscribe to if i want to get in better shape is that i don't okay no um you're
1: thinking of ribbon dancing
2: you're definitely really am i (laughs) (laughs) i think so well now (laughs) i am capture the flag weight Um, Alex is acting out river dancing it's too ribbon this is, dancing ribbon, not river dancing oh, river dance river dance now, now I'm thinking about that um, I, I think one of the things we realized is there's um, there's sort of a hey level- where's my
0: on air light I just noticed that I don't have an on air light anymore it got changed to go away oh well we can turn it on even though it says go away it's on now um is i think it's almost like what you, what
2: you want to do is figure out what's the minimum because you obviously uh we don't want people to read the six million meta pages discussing every possible the the real question because we're all people are busy they, they don't want to learn to use the internet right but um i think the question is what, what is the least number of things we can show people so that they are likely to be able to start interacting with the site to put up a post and not have a horrible soul-crushing experience, but to basically get enough to kind of post hopefully well, understand the voting, and, and kind of just get to that first moment where once people do that, if a post doesn't go t- doesn't go badly, and they get an upvote, or they get even a clarifying comment, I think what you get a lot is you quickly get interested enough, and then you kind of dig in at your own pace to, you know, whether it's the FAQ or the six million meta pages, you must want to give them just enough information to have a good experience long enough to then decide they kind of need to learn more. And then it can all the rest can be very
1: organic. Yeah. So we're so it's we call it the about page because that's what it was originally. It was called about, but it's really more of a getting started or overview kind of page. Right. Here's how the site works. You know, when you vote stuff up, uh, when stuff gets voted up, you know, the the top voted thing shows up at the top. That's something that's very obvious to us, but maybe not immediately obvious to somebody the first time they come to the site.
0: Right. Well, you can tell it's not because they're just using the answer box to respond to things and not understanding that the order is going right. to change.
1: So we want to have this page, which kind of outlines the site and explains it in hopefully pretty pretty minimal detail. Um, and we don't really, you know, we don't really expect every single person to read it, but it's a start. Uh, you know, so so the kind of the second phase would be assuming you didn't read it. You know where? Where else do we need to tell you this stuff? So when you're actually, you know, going to answer a question, what do we need to tell you right then that you need to know before you answer this? You know, uh-huh. you answer your first question.
0: Yeah, we already do that pretty well. We, do, on the we answer. do that kind
1: of stuff. It's just finding more and more of these things. Like you the know. most important
0: thing to know when you're answering a question is that you
1: have to be answering the question. That you can't just be commenting.
2: And I think we we do a good like I think some of the stuff that's in line now works great. So I, you know while this search can always improve, we can do better at search. I think the fact that it it puts up duplicate questions. It gives a duplicate question idea, works great. A good place we've learned as we've focused that we kind of fail in providing good enough. Tags are a great example where people trying to post new questions break in fury, right? Because you go to post a question and you know how to type in a box on the internet and you even earn an answer, or it's a question if it's tags. Um, you type your question, it's even a decent question, so we haven't said it's a bad question to you. And then you get to the bottom and it says you must post a tag. And some people know tags, obviously on Stack Overflow people tend to, but on some of the sites, people aren't familiar with tagging. But they kind of get it. It says a tag to describe it. And they take a stab and say, oh, you must post a tag. And they're not that familiar. They're not that. And they go, OK, I'm game. And they try and guess a good tag. And they type it in. And it goes, you do not have enough reputation to create a new tag. And they're going, I just did your dumb thing. You told me to make a tag. Oh. And so like, we can do a better job of both sort of explaining you need to select a tag. And
0: like, ultimately,
2: one of the things David tossed out is I think we you know, That's like. That's actually
0: a little bit tricky. That's a good point.
2: We'd like, at a minimum, it should help them understand there is a list of tags they have to choose from. No, but it could
0: actually read the body of their question exactly. and try to figure out what, based on some kind yeah, of a so Bayesian analyzer, what tags to propose Bay- for you.
1: Bayesian. Is that a drink? I feel like that comes up a lot. Bayesian. <laughs> you do Bayesian not mask? all machine... Th- this, <laughs> we're, we're, uh, the, the developers are not taking the machine, machine learning, learning is Bayesian. Coursera.
3: Every Bayesian, Bayesian is an taking.
1: algorithm. It is not the only algorithm. Some kind
0: of magical
1: machine learning. The, natural. The it's Stanford actually, Coursera course we're doing doesn't even cover Bayesian. It doesn't? No. Not even included. Really? Yep. Is it
0: because it's too easy or too hard?
1: I don't know. It's, I can't um, imagine it's too hard since everybody has implemented one. It's not time. a real algorithm. I think it's used. You know, we, we've also been interviewing data scientists to to hire one, and several of them have brought it up and used it they they, they call it naive bays you know it's got naive. the word naive it's got the word naive <laughs> built into it which maybe tells you something uh it's it's it seems like it's kind of their first stab at it uh okay. but then they're all like you know if i were doing this for real Much i would use something real things. like a random forest or
0: okay so we're gonna have random forest all over that tags category thing so that as you type your question we're random foresting and uh
1: the trees um. vote that, that that's all you need to know about random forests it's a bunch of trees and they vote and we love voting. You so, serious? Yeah. We do
2: love voting. Personified trees are always scary. I'm against this whole I idea. I am
0: scary, but they're luckily they're routed, rooted into the ground, so they're not gonna like get up and walk around. And... no, haven't well, you seen uh, Lord of the Rings? And yeah, no, they'll yeah. fuck
2: apples at you. It's bad. It's no good.
0: I feel like I could outrun a tree. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, that's an assertion that needs to be tested. <laughs> Let's go okay. to the park right now. Joel versus the trees. I have said before. <laughs>
2: History of English. I'm clear.
0: Uh, so there's a new about page coming up, and, and we're looking at some of the, This is all the stuff that's going on tree, tree in the category of, now. of community growth. Um.
1: Yeah, it's all in making the – it's uh, it's kind of under the, the umbrella of first-time user experience, you know, make, making the site – comprehensible to new users and onboarding right. them we should i feel like we should take unless one of you
0: actually i noticed neither of you has a list of things to talk about
1: uh, <laughs> oh yeah david does both of us actually both of us have a both, list but a list. joel clearly has something he wants to talk about so go ahead no and i was gonna say let's talk about the thing a you just thought of <laughs>
0: no we should okay we should have a little break where we uh talk about what's happened to the company in the last six months what's like all the stuff oh boy it's new no, not just the the new website but the company like what's it like here in in behind the scenes at stack has changed
1: so much exciting stuff has happened we the, hired jay we it, opened a sales office in denver And we london. expanded our and office london. in london yeah we had we had an office, but it was really like a desk in somebody else's office really. that we were renting. Now we're we have a, now we're getting a real office. Office, office, and those are sales offices. So we're hiring a million salespeople because careers is exploding and it's awesome it's and off. people love it.
0: Yeah, put your put your profile up on careers. Use offer code. Offer
1: code. Anyone? Um, careers well, slash an podcast. <laughs>
0: okay, <laughs> is that a real thing?
1: Now we'll make it by the time this
0: goes live, though. Careers. Use the offer code careers slash podcast. No, you mean careers careers.stackover.com slash podcast podcast oh just go ahead and make yourself a make make yourself a profile if you haven't already um uh, that has actually been growing in leaps and bounds and so um, um yeah. there's a lot of job listings up there's a lot of profiles uh to search if you're an employer there's a lot of employers on the system and we have now 24 salespeople
1: who uh call on companies that are looking to hire developers yes and we're hiring salespeople like crazy because it's an easy sale to make because because it's awesome and it works and it gets you a programmer.
0: And uh, um, uh, new, let's see, new people here in the main office. We got we got a couple more developers on the careers team. We actually haven't been hiring developers so much, although we want to. And we have once again opened the door to hiring yeah, more we talk about that. We're developers. hiring
1: for a million positions. We're hiring developers to developers for two teams. We've got the careers team in New York. Uh, working on Stack Over Careers, and we've got the, the core team or the Q&A team that's remote, telecommute.
0: Yeah, that can be anywhere, or in New York. You can that's welcome anywhere. To work in New York. You're welcome to work out of our office in Denver or in London. They're nice offices, oh, yeah. uh, albeit somewhat stuffed with salespeople, but you'll get free lunch every day.
1: But they're really nice. Yeah, they are, actually. The Denver office was making us a little bit jealous. They've got a roof deck. They're allowed it to is. have dogs. Yeah, they are allowed to have dogs. Everyone was jealous here when that opened. And the people that work there are uh, not at all awkward. 'Cause they're salespeople, is <laughs> yeah. that what you're saying? What are, you, what are you saying, Joel? Let's just let's just spell it all out. I'm
0: saying if you go out to dinner with a whole bunch of them, you won't have to hold up the whole conversation by yourself.
1: So we're hiring developers. Who else are we hiring? We're hiring a designer. Poor Jin needs Jim needs help, on, needs help on
0: design work.
1: Uh, so this is uh, just like CSS, HTML, that kind of design stuff. But we also want Photoshop,
0: um, some product managers who are sort of people that can design user experience and, and design interactions and um, help us work, work on our mobile, uh, awesome mobile app, which is currently uh, just an idea. But we need to be shipping in the next
1: four to six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks. Yeah, that's, yes. the, that's the key. Drink. So um, what else are we hiring for? And then we're always hiring salespeople and some sort of administrative people. If
0: you have, like, Let's say, for example, you're an awesome developer and you want to move to New York, but you don't know where your significant other, your husband or wife, might work. If you move to New York, well, maybe he or she is an awesome salesperson and can come work here as a salesperson, and you can work here as a developer. And it's like a two-for-one kind of...
1: So tell your friends, because these are really... I mean, these are really great positions. Obviously, we think that because we work here. But I don't think any of these are crappy... Uh, no. you're gonna do crappy stuff like the even the designer position jen gets to you know do whole new sites every few weeks create yeah. a whole new look and feel and we have awesome benefits we have 30 inch monitors air on chairs all right it's getting too salesy up and down so we're hiring a bunch of people what else have we done we're opening a new office in new york an even bigger office in new york oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex, two floors alex tell us about the new office in new york
3: yes there's gonna be a Big new office in New York. It's, it's gonna be insane. Like three and a half times our current size. It's gonna have it's gonna hexagon have this, shaped private offices yeah, so, for every developer. So it'll be like You're we're ruining the surprise. Yeah, we're it'll be like yeah. we're all working in a honeycomb. Yeah. Uh somehow like we actually this beast. idea came from Jason punyon For some reason we listened to him. That
1: was an enormous mistake.
3: Let's see. It's gonna have a full kitchen for cooking lunch every day, Ping as pong. well as a big lunch room that'll double as uh double as a event space so if you're in new york and you want to host an event you can pay us lots of money and use our cool space for yeah, it.
1: yeah we're gonna start like hosting tech talks and stuff like that in our in, in our, our awesome
0: lunchroom which has a kitchen next to it a full cooking kitchen a fire pole yes alex
3: uh no fire no pole you, you a water slide down. Uh, I don't know if there's a water slide. You could always just, um, like, take a cafeteria tray and slide down the stairs. That's kind <laughs> yeah, of the we'll, same. Get a, we'll get a slip really and slide. Deep. I think it's a spiral. I don't know. <laughs> it's not really a spiral, but it does have several 90-degree mm. turns on it. Uh, oh, there's going to be really cool things in the bathroom. Yeah, so no, not, that's secret. That, I'm not going to say exactly one. what, but they're going to be awesome. Now, that oh, just sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, that got uncomfortable. I, I wish we hadn't <laughs> done any of that.
0: You might have already posted that in Joel's room. I think it's, it's. Is it supposed
1: to be secret from the company? It's not secret to the company. No, it's secret to yeah, the I, world. Yeah. Okay,
0: so listen. Here's, here's <laughs> come to plan. Stack
1: Exchange and see the yes, bathrooms. Yes. It's the <laughs> one thing have, we're not going to tell
0: you about. Come if if you to have, New York City. Here's what I want to do. I don't know if we've arranged for this, but if you have enough reputation on Stack Exchange, we're going we're gonna to mail you a card, a membership card. And you can use the membership card to come to the office, to eat in our cafeteria once in a while, get free coffee, and to check out our awesome bathrooms. Oh, man let You have to have a bunch of reputation. You'll get a membership we, to the stage. Oh, there's exchange also really good
3: views. They, there's good views out of the New office.
0: Insane! It's oh, like views. being in a boat floating above Manhattan.
1: Programming in a boat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that well, seems like it, it would end badly.
1: So what else? So what else has happened? We've done some. Uh, we've done some interesting promotions. We've got the uh, the patent site. Activate is still live. We've got the Activate, Activate contest. Yeah. yeah, which is a Windows 8 app app developer development If you want to contest. develop an app for Windows
0: 8, you can win $5,000, bucks, is not
1: it? Yeah. Microsoft. So, it's Microsoft crazy. put up the prizes for it. Um, yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, obviously, it, it ties into Stack Overflow, asking, you know, ask your questions on Stack Overflow. So, it's good for us because we're getting developers talking about Windows 8 on Stack Overflow.
0: How many apps do we have so Instead far? Instead of, have-
1: say, Microsoft deciding to create their own Q&A website about HTML5. Six times three times... How many apps do we have here? How do I find out how many there are? I don't know. Count and then multiply by the number of pages. Okay. There's some secret route that has stats, but I don't remember it. It looks like about 72. Yeah, so we got a bunch of apps on there, um, but uh, uh, you go in there. You, if you want a chance to win some money, go uh, go develop an app. So that's going on. These are pretty high
0: quality. Some of these have like little icons and...
1: Yeah, some of them may, uh, may have been in production before the contest started, and they're just kind of descending on our contest.
0: So, uh, um, so anyway, this is a big old promotion which we're doing uh, together with Microsoft to encourage um, you folk, our developers, to uh, uh, to develop um, apps for their new Windows 8 platform. Yep, which is shipping October 26th, I
1: think. Yep, just a few more weeks. Dun
0: dun dun! Are you gonna get that? Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> Nobody even knows what there is to get. Who do eight? we
1: We've got a few. We've, uh, a couple of developers. <laughs> a couple of developers are already using it and like it. It's it. It seems like it's going to be another uh, love it or hate it type of thing. I I tried using it briefly and uh, didn't love it. So. I
0: I could uh, Well, well, I tried it on a tablet. Although admittedly not the Surface. Maybe it was like the previous generation of tablet, and it was just driving me nuts. I couldn't find anything. I couldn't figure anything out it was all driving me crazy yeah
1: it seems like if you've used windows before it's yeah. going to make you angry i don't know Possibly. that was that was but my impression It's
0: always been a good mix well, all change makes people angry jeff it's like just change it, right jeff poe that's blog- jeff was like jeff this blog- is the best blog- operating I'm, system since since windows me yeah
2: i think there, there's, there's been some pretty good <laughs> feedback too
1: <laughs> yeah there's been good feedback it, it, it it's interesting it's an interesting idea Uh huh. we'll see what happens um it I makes, think it's maybe too is an interesting late for idea. Windows, but.
0: yeah it will be great if Microsoft can can develop like hardware and not have these crazy um uh Frankenstein machines that the, their hardware OEM partners put together.
3: Too late.
1: <laughs> okay. They'll still have those. But the Surface does look really nice.
0: activate.ms That's the that's the what is ms? What's a that country. Stand? For.
1: .microsoft it's Malaysia? A, it's a country. Multiple I don't sclerosis? remember what. No, Naming I, is hard it is hard literally the, the best one we had before Activate was I think Microsoft
0: bought the whole .ms domain just to use for Microsoft no, no, no. They we bought, bought, they bought Malaysia
1: we bought this country. domain to set up the it's
3: Montserrat yeah there you go oh that's not so bad the
1: best the best one like literally the other ideas we had no, were like win8appdevcontest.com it's,
0: it's a neighborhood in Buenos Aires
1: now Sorry. no it's a country it's like one of those well, little
3: it's a country. country mountain Plus, a however region of the usage Microsoft is apparently the main user of it if you go to Wikipedia and look at this it says it's for this country but Microsoft oh here we are it. a British overseas
1: territory in the Caribbean there you go what else oh the summer of love happened it did we may want to save that for another podcast yeah that's just a whole thing that was that <laughs> that's a whole thing <laughs> we tried to encourage love we may or may it not have succeeded well. we it's, not. We it's may almost not. like you can't force love. The it's only thing I can it's say, almost like writing four blog posts doesn't really do anything.
0: Well, no, no, no. no <laughs> is that we are measuring how friendly people are to new users.
1: Yes, we did measure. Yes. It.
0: And we did, how do we do that? We did an awesome thing where we took a billion comments at random
1: and sent them to Mechanical Turk. <laughs> wasn't really a billion, though. Literally a billion. <laughs> Don't listen to
0: David. It was a Nine billion. people on Mechanical Turk.
1: <laughs> no, like uh, 20 people had to review each comment. Nine. I think each one, right? 20 no, it was 20 really? but the final oh. thing the, for the real okay. t- for the trial it was smaller but for the real test it was 20 people so had 20 to do 20
0: people it. read each comment and voted on whether they
1: thought it was generally nice generally or friendly unfriendly or know. they had no idea what it was talking or about they, or not sure which was a majority of the comments people were just like I don't understand this cuz it's or about it some programming thing
0: whatever or it just was not either friendly nor not friendly right but what was interesting is you did see a lot of things that were just like very, very obviously and overwhelmingly unfriendly, and a lot of things that were overwhelmingly friendly. And um, that allowed us to sort of put together some data on things like, uh, are any tags more friendly than other tags? And I would say that the argument yeah, that there was wasn't not, not super conclusive, but also just the general friendliness of the site. And I think what we did see is that the site is getting more friendly.
2: And I, mean, I think it's it's important to recognize it it doesn't um, it didn't always sound that way right and so what we're hearing where people were having bad experiences and complaining etc and I think the key one of the key takeaways I thought from the, the comment analysis was that fact that um, the percent of comments that are getting, that are friendly is actually we appears to be increasing. Right, people are actually on average getting friendlier. Um, what I think is that spoofs that a little bit. Aside from I think someone mentioned before, it's the narrative. People like to say, well, they've gotten old and cranky and big and they stink now. But I I think the the more kind of real world reason is the percent increase in niceness is actually offset by the overall growth. So there's just so many
0: more people. Well, also, when you see one nasty question, um, that's that's much more memorable than the 10 nice, uh, sorry, one nasty comment. That's more memorable than the 10 nasty comments. Uh, so wait, wait. But wait. I do think no, overall, I, I need to say this right. If you see one nasty comment, that is more memorable than ten nice comments. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so yeah, eventually, yeah. everybody will remember all the nasty stuff that they saw, and they'll start. And if you start to say is the site friendly, they'll start to say, "No, it's all full of all these nasty
1: things." But I also and that's think, the, just, uh, yeah, the the big complaint we're seeing is about closures, not about comments being mean. Though, the, what, what motivated look, this was, yeah, yeah you talk about that. What motivated
0: the whole survey is that I started looking at a whole bunch of closed questions to try to figure out um, were had, at first, I thought, with all the people bitching about closures, there was a whole thing on Hacker News. I thought, you know, maybe our moderators are getting too extreme, and I'm going to go look at everything that they're doing and try to see if I agree at least with the closures. And I didn't. The closures were fine. The, clo- the, close- the, the closures that we're actually doing, when we close a question, it's fine. It, it fits our rules. And But then what occurred to me is every time I saw a close, I also saw in 50% of the cases where a question was closed, I saw a, a uh, mind-numbingly nasty comment. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the closure, so it's just to add insult to injury essentially and uh and then I started saying, you know the real story here is that people are being rude in the comments, not that we're closing questions and so when I, we started to try to measure that and that um that actually got us some interesting data and the goal of this data is to serve as a as a um, as a benchmark essentially going forward so that we can see if Changing the wording that we use, changing the tools that we give people, uh, is going to actually improve the niceness. I think that things like the review queue should improve the overall feeling of niceness on the site, and we can now actually measure that every every six months.
2: I think one thing too that was interesting is because the, there is some like as you said, I think sort of mind-numbingly mean comments, but I, I think there's also there was a, there was a big middle ground of stuff that. Um, was not intended maliciously with closures, but felt it, which was essentially the equivalent of, you know, did you bother reading the instruction manual for the internet, you yeah. know, with a link to the Let 37th page of the FAQ, or like Meta's 18th, you know, index, where you could find that you're not supposed to ask questions about Siamese cats and this forum. And I think what what we realize a little bit is this reference to like you know there's there's a little bit signs of a sense new users got of well if you can't be bothered
0: to read our hundred pages before asking questions right you, ask a question. you know
2: and no one does that no one gets to websites yeah and it's like, the per- I'd like people don't read are saying the ma- that didn't where's do our that either. can I find a manual somewhere and so I think it, it, it there good-
0: are manuals O'Reilly has a series called the missing web manual they make one for every web page do we have one <laughs> seems Does this sure. thing like pope would like to do <laughs> that's right. right the missing the missing web page manual here's how to use your tube or and i think the people doing that tube. actually are,
2: your are t- good users right these are people trying to help but i think the message wasn't helpful yeah so we'll get one of those missing manual things and this will solve that once we'll get o'reilly to yeah, write well. a book
0: we are sort of problem our, the, that is a problem with the about page: is that it won't really be read it'll um, be a really long book. however to the extent that people do read it it will be useful
2: yeah, and I think we're going to be working on helping, again, not everyone's excited for read a manual, but we're going to be working on ways we can help new users at least to be routed to the fact that it's there. Right now, it's a little tiny link, and I think we're going to integrate it, hopefully a little better, into the sign-up process. When you get an email saying, confirm your it's email. Like a, there's like an inch of dust on
0: my microphone. It'll send. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just realized how long it's been since we've done a podcast, and clearly nobody is dusting my microphone.
1: Okay, clearly we're done here.
0: <laughs> we're done here. You have been listening to the Stack Exchange podcast episode number minus one. With guest stars, David Fullerton and my co-host, Jadles. How do you want to go, Jay Hanlon? Want to use your, your actual name? I well, did it's too late. Both are bad He's been bad.
1: trying not to put that on the internet. You've, you've outed me already.
0: Everyone <laughs> knows on both people now. It's, it's both are good. <laughs> Jay Hanlon, also known as Jadles. Producer Alex did the tech right. work. Special thanks to our sponsor this week, Stack Exchange Incorporated.
1: A great place to work. Apply see you, today. See you next week.
0: Free cherry pie. Jay, you have to say see you next week. See you next week. Jeff is no longer here. You have to say that. No,
1: you need a signature sign off line. Let's yeah. work, let's that's throw out some the ideas.
0: Way that No, you get can't it use on. somebody else's. Mandate, get it on.
1: <laughs> that's an option. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. an option. And we'll work Heck on this. Yeah, for next. A, we'll good.
0: we'll have a we'll have a
2: great booming uh, maybe not booming. Figure it out. Florid. We'll have a good sign off for next 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 month, next year. You
1: should just start swearing uncontrollably.
0: Are we recording? Are we recording? This is like our best material. Yeah, we should be recording this. Yes. Okay, good. Can I have a a sign that says the podcast number written in LED letters? I've been asking for that now for for seven months.
3: I've told you, you can't have what you want.